All right, man, so we've turned the record around. Are there different vibes on side B? Was this something different Different you're going for? Yeah, I think it kind of happened that way, but um, I love that flip. I think this is a great record flip. Yeah. I think, mm-hmm. I, weirdly, my one of my favorite song transitions is Carnival into Love and Lost and Found, but on, on vinyl, you have to kind of do that flip. Yeah, yeah. But it kind of does feel like a Mobius strip of like flipping yourself over mm. on the same thing. Yeah. Ah. Mirror image, in a way. That's what we're going for, man. Yeah. Same key. Same key as well. Ah, excellent. Both in E minor. I I actually, I I appreciated that, because coming out of the album, like coming out of the last song, the first song coming back in, you just mentioned Mobius Loop, it it, it flows so well, like all the way through, which is is really cool, too. The flip flip back. We never, oh, I must have thought about it. All our albums (laughs) do that. All our albums do it. All our albums do it. Where the one of the best transitions is usually the last song back in the first song. It's mm-hmm. usually as good, uh, you know, the sequence. I think I'm kind of obsessed with it. Like you yeah. are, you're obsessed with it. You you should stop trying to hide from it, man. No, you know, you've always been a master. That. No. You're you're a master of Easter Easter eggs, hidden messages, and oh, like dark dark side of the moon, man. I mean, yeah. dark side of the moon is like to me just the quintessential album. It mm. is the album. It's it's yeah. That's an album. Can't you know. Mm-hmm. And people make yeah. records, but like that's an album. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of others, but like to me, that's like the, <laughs> that's the that's the corner. So, the so with stuff. with that as the touchstone, oh. let's, let's play a wild wild yeah, song. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> Ouch! You've raised the bar too high, sir. Nah. <laughs> All right. So we start off side B with "Love in the Lost and Found." The juxtaposition between the bass and guitar rhythms are, are awesome. Thanks, it, it's, Nick. It's, it's, it's so cool. That's a that's the RC50 again. Oh yeah, it, yeah, it really is, man. It's like uh, that's yeah. what Freshmere has, Nick. We just gotta get him to stop turning off to start turning off like the metronome feature whenever we... <laughs> the little the little built-in drum set whenever I'm being a little too crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's exactly how I wrote the song. I don't know who you're talking about, dude. <laughs> that is the beat. That's literally the original beat. That's it. You heard it. You just thought mm-hmm. it. No, but the, the guitars, the bass are great, man. The lyrics are exceptional. And, like, I love the call and response mm-hmm. so that, that he call does. And, yeah. It, it's like it's like an inner voice talking to an exterior yeah. voice, Thank which you. I love, man. I'm it's, so proud of Mikey for this. For as much as 
you know how it is. I mean, you're in a long-term relationship with someone, and then <laughs> yeah. you love them, you, you, you're annoyed by them, you, you, sometimes you realize they're the best, sometimes you take them for granted, and it's like, when I listen to what his work on this, it's like, so phenomenal. It's really great. I don't think the thing that I did was like that great, but then when you combine it with what he does, it like, wow, I love it. Um, yeah. This was a, a voice memo, the phone memo, and I just, I had two. Yeah, this, I, this was the first song, right? Um, I had two, no, it wasn't. It wasn't the first song, uh, the oldest one. Actually, the last song is the very oldest one. This okay. is maybe, this is in the middle. This is like in the middle, but I, I have these micro cube. The uh, cubes. Pros, the cubes, uh -huh. and, and I, I, have a, I have two of them. Just cause Stereo someone, cubes. Some homeless mm. guy sold me one. I'm not even kidding. Like literally, a homeless guy sold me one. I was like, "Oh, I already have one. Sweet, I'll take it." <laughs> uh, <laughs> Microcube and stereo. Yeah, I was, you didn't steal mine, did you? <laughs> like, I was, I was when I got home and like, oh, see, it's and not the old mine. one was still there too. <laughs> and yeah. that's oh, my okay, cube. Cool. I have both, uh, and I do that uh, stereo with RC50, and I can just like, it's just a great way to write. Like you can. That's awesome, man. Build a little orchestra and. I sent him a voice memo of the iTunes on that, or iPhone, whatever thing, and he records, he had just gotten a new synthesizer, a mini Moog, and he, all that, all that stuff, and he did all that, and then just did this, I never imagined another vocal, but I was like, yeah, my vocals are way too sparse or something, like, by themselves, and I just thought, I, I think it was just one of those things, I was like, wow, thank you, that was just really easy and great, and like, together. Yeah. It felt it felt good to tell the drummer to just like no, just play this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like don't mm -hmm. think it's about it. It's a good it. feeling, isn't it? <laughs> it's such an easy song. Like both of those middle songs are so easy, and like when I listen to the record, they're the easiest for me to listen to too. And I think there might be something to do with that, you know? It's good stuff, man. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. yeah. Well, speaking of good stuff, yeah. really like track seven here. Yeah. Oh, oh I, this one, I thought you, this is, by the way, I had this mark, uh, Jay Rossman. I really did. I would say this is number two. Two favorite. Nice. Number two favorite. What's yeah. number one favorite for Mr. Uh, Rossman? I'll let you know when we get to the oh, end. Hasn't come up. Oh, mm -hmm. He's always withholding, isn't he? I, was, I thought this one was... something back. Man. I, 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 I thought this one was for, for you, Jay. I, I will I really tell you did. what. This is the first one that's like really like jumped out at me. Like, oh my God, this was This like, is you and me. This was really This different. is you and this me. Is this really... is, I think this is you and me doing our thing back then. You know? That's very sweet. That's very I sweet. I think this is a great song. Oh, Vivian. Yeah, 
That was like a really easy song. That was like a, almost like a, like a joke that happened real quick. Back to that cult thing, you know, I think it was like a, I think we had written Say So. Uh, and by we, I mean like me, Marco, and the RC50, and uh, Mikey, and, and our band's space. We were both, Why is the we were, RC50 not credited, man? Uh, right? I know. We're we're be- we were between bass players. Sarah was amazing, but she had other things going on, and the the songs happened and like that one was like so quick too and i felt like i was playing to marco and like it felt like okay this is gonna be our like rock and roll oasis like mm-hmm. i didn't want it to be oasis or the cult i was thinking in my mind i'm like oh brian jones something yeah that's yeah. actually exactly what i was gonna say thank you Greg. <clears throat> all right and that's yeah. what i'm going for, a lot a I'm, lot of this record feels like that it's like if brian jones time massacre thank you a keyboard player. that was the main thing i was listening you to know? by the way so wow. thank yeah. you yeah so yeah. greg the, the fact that you got that, that. makes me happy because Points. Winner. 50, Winner. 50 points. Because <laughs> I... Greg, Greg doesn't say much, but when he says something... He knows uh, it. He, gets he absolutely knows it. Well, I, I think that I missed... I was mad at myself for missing the mark, and that it, like, became too Baraki or whatever, like, no, just too no. heavy drums and all this stuff. But, like, that's the way that guy plays drums, and that's the way we our tones are, and it's just... But, really, it was, like, trying to, like, focus in on, like, uh, that BJM feel. I just yeah. love it. I like the shakers and like the chords. Yeah, and, a lot of percussion. Um, my favorite thing about the song is that we wrote it in like five minutes and like it was just already felt great. And then I just started singing that other thing. I didn't know what the heck I was doing. But like the way that Dan Moore mixed it, it sounds so good. Like when my vocals come in on this song, it's actually my most proud moment because like the way he mixed it, my vocals actually sound like they fit. Whereas like say so they pop out for me and oh, must have found the lead. But on this they blend so well. Like I think mm. this is the first song that when he sent us all his preliminary mixes during like the weirdest part of twenty twenty, I'm talking March twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He sent us his preliminary mixes and I was like, Oh, this one's done. Sweet. Wow. And every other song was like notes and notes and notes. Notes and notes. But so here's my favorite part about the song. I said, Mike, who's Vivian? Is that like your mom? Like, That's my question. Right. That was my question. Who's Vivian? He's going to be mad when I say it. <laughs> but it's the answer's too good. I like I can't not tell you guys. Um right, so <laughs> you got you got to give it up, man. Give like, it up. So what what did you think? I thought it was like his mom or like you, I was like no, it would be too no, on the nose. I thought to be it was a, a kid. I thought oh, actually at the end right. I was like because because this little light of mine I thought maybe this is for a kid. Jay, you're, what do you got? In a way you're right. In okay, a way you're right. So I didn't know. And this is this is my fault. I didn't know that you weren't as involved in the lyric writing, Tejon. Oh, um, and again, yeah. I'm just going off the liner. Yeah, notes. yeah, it yeah, says yeah, that yeah. You only wrote the last I do the, two songs on there. Whatever I, comes out of my mouth is from me usually. But when I Unless heard this song, home. yeah, my mind went to the button you used to wear on your vest mm. of your grandmother. Oh my god, I have a crazy story about that. And I thought her name was Vivian. That's amazing. So I, that I, so that's where my mind went, and I was like, okay, so maybe this is a grandmother. But then I learned that it wasn't written by you. So I know I we're know. running over, but this is too cosmic to not stay. Yeah, no, go for it. This is way too cosmic. That her name's Anne Hennessy, and she's amazing, and I, she's probably my favorite family member of all time, and just cosmic, Aww. awesome grandma. I lost that pin at a bar called Bar <sighs> Pink. I lost the pin there, and then when we when Ryan Vincent Bohand quit the band, not quit, but like said he couldn't do the tour two weeks before I had to play guitar and we scrambled and the bass player came in 
and he pulls out his bass, and there's an American guitar bass strap, which I hated. I was like, oh. <laughs> and on the American guitar bass strap is a pin of my grandmother. Shut what? Shut the up. pin, Jay. What? I'm not even kidding you. I was like, like what? your pin? You gotta I was be like, kidding. why do you have my grandma the pin that I Dude. haven't been able to? F- he, I had lost. Dude, it. that is too weird. It's what? so weird. Uh, this guy, uh, shout out to Josh. Um, God, I'm bad at names. I'm not on Facebook. He, he he sings in an amazing band now called Doc Hammer, and we've played with him many times. He's amazing, Josh. Josh, I love you. Sorry, I can't remember your last name. Um, he found the pin That's at Bar amazing, Pink dude. on the ground, loved it, thought it was so random that it's a photo pin of some old lady. I had no idea it was yours. No, no, f- there's no, f- no, I had no idea. Uh, wow. Had been wearing it on his bass guitar strap because he used to play bass in a heavy metal band that had nothing to do with us. But we needed a bass player uh, like 13 days before this tour. And he comes in and he's wearing my grandma on his pin. And I was like, it's a bit I was fortuitous. Had a heart attack. I was like, what <laughs> wow. the f- Well, what that's the, f- that's the image right that now. I had in my mind when I was listening to Oh Vivian. So, so, this, so who full, is Vivian? So full circle. It's a pretty amazing. He's the guitar player that quit our band. So Ryan oh. Vincent, oh. Bo- uh, oh. aka our our Vincent. Steve Bo- never came. They changed the name. That's a good idea. <laughs> Sorry. Good for uh, our pull. our Vincent Bohan as Ryan Vincent Bohan, and he's a great guy. He's such a stylistic dude. He's one half of a set of uh, identical twins, which is always neat. I I didn't know Thanks as for many cool pranks. Uh, I mean, I'm, I I moved to San Diego and met like, but well, there's a bunch of them out here, and uh, there's some there's a different psychological thing. Uh, uh-huh. And I envy it. I think it's cool, but like, yeah. it's usually like, whoa, they're uh-huh. missing. There's like miss, There's also missing chromosomes. <laughs> <laughs> like some things are doubled up and some things are missing. Right. Anyway, God bless them. And I'm not supposed to tell the story, but you know, our your one million viewers won't mind. Aaron. Is that uh, our Vincent Bohan is oh Vivian is Vivian? Uh, apparently, wow, at co- at coffee shops, they used to be like. At Starbucks, uh, Mikey caught him being like, uh, what's your name? He'd be like, Vivian. And he's like <laughs> a guy with a mustache and a uh, goatee. Just Because he was such a weird, like, he'd say it straight. And they'd be like, okay. Love it. So the whole Love song it. was like, you, did, you didn't have to be a like pathological liar. Like, you could have been, like, you could still be in this band if you That's weren't awesome. so messed up. <sighs> wow. And, and that makes me love that song so much more. Yeah, yeah man. Right behind it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, John, uh, just real quick. Yes. Um, yes. So you keep bringing up uh, Rocket from the Crypt. Did you? Yes. Did you ever run into their drummer Mario Rubalcaba? Yes. He's a big fan yeah. of ours, actually. I, I, I oh, was really, nice. I was really um, like flattered. To, uh, we played a festival with them. It was the very first gig after COVID, and uh, he actually drums for uh, Earthless as well. Yeah. So I, I was on tour opening for Earthless. Hell with, with, yeah. With, uh, Which, what, with what band? Which band? Here, here lies man. It's yeah. like it's a LA uh, yeah. like you know the LA stoner, stoner, sto- stoner uh, metal stoner metal Afro beat thing yeah. with guys from Antibalas. Are you? In I that? was I was filling in. You I were. was pl- I, I filled in on bass and keys for that band. Uh, That's amazing, Greg. Yeah, it was great, and and we did like a ten show tour with Earthless. But I saw so I got to know those guys, and Isaiah is playing in Black Crows now. They just and, sh- uh, right, he is, and yeah, they just and, shred every night. And, yeah, they're crazy. Uh, last time they played LA, our buddies in LA were like, "This is what LA needed." Like, like, thank yeah, you for I, coming yeah, up they're... here. Like, you know, because like, all the yeah. LA bands are kind of like, 
a lot of them are kind of tight and professional, and then Earthless just comes up there and just improvs for like yeah, forty-five yeah. minutes. They do yeah. like they don't do songs it's more than that like, sometimes. <laughs> right, right. Sometimes <laughs> on, too long. on those shows, yeah, yeah. Well, no, 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 no. It's 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 never too long though. But they they they, they pull it off. Mario's a beast. And, Mario's amazing, and I. Yeah. Uh, what's cool is that I was uh I was on ecstasy <laughs> on Molly. And I was coming out of the little like inside. There were two stages at this like uh, June. It was it was actually about this time of year, two years ago or a year ago or so, a year ago, one year ago. And we did this thing with Drug Hunt or uh, yeah, Bad Vibes Drug Hunt. And uh, they had us play this festival, and we were coming out. And then uh, he was standing right next to this kid who was like, "Dude, you guys killed it!" And I was like, "I saw you," and I like my energy was waning, and I saw like I told this kid in the moment like I saw you freaking out and it made me like brought my, my like I you know like had one yeah. of those moments I was like totally got your vibes he was like thank you and I was like no thank you dude <laughs> like you're the one that like brought me like I was dying up there and like I saw you killing it and I was like oh, I gotta kill it and Mario was just I could see him in the, like mm-hmm. I saw him look at me and he's like <laughs> he's behind the kid going fuck yeah yeah, dude. Like, yeah. hell yeah yeah, uh, he's great, man. Great. He 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 was like a uh, skateboarding virtuoso. He, he yeah, was, he's very he famous kid, on here. So. Like uh, he was like, like famous before become before getting into music, and now he's like the drummer in like you said, Rocket from the Crypt, Hot Snakes, Off, Hot Snakes, off. yeah, yeah, um, Off, yeah, yeah, they're amazing. Uh, anyway, he's it's a beast. funny because like uh, he'll walk around clubs and I'll watch people like be like, and, like avoid him, like ah. He's and big. Then, He's a big dude. And, and it makes me feel better because I'm like, oh, okay. Like, every, like yeah. you know, like, people He's aren't just... <laughs> like I, sometimes I'm worried that everyone's being, like, mean and weird. And I'm like, oh, no, they're just, like, in their head or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That guy's great. Yeah. Good call, yeah. Greg. Good call. All right. All right. We got two songs left. Yes, we do. This next song, I'm going to play it. Yeah. I love this song. Dude, oh, I, thanks, I was going to say, could you play it around 3.30 or 3.45? Yeah. There you oh. go. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah. We can do that. I love this song too. This song's awesome. This is my favorite. unpack here dude i don't even this know song, where to begin this song could be an episode but my guy Thank dude you. this song is so good dude, this I, is such I'm a so happy. good song we wrote yep. this we wrote i we wrote this song for you guys like like a hundred percent like i the feel podcast? like it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah this is actually um <laughs> you own it <laughs> it's sweet All right. it's like oh, thanks, miss, it's like miss the deeds <laughs> um no, no what do you I, mean what do you mean i just think that like uh it's uh, there's subtleties that are like for people that get it. I don't know. I don't know. It's like a, 
it's a it's a it's a pop song for everybody, but it's also like it's one of those things like when you're in bands and you're like, how do I maximize with the least amount of, you know, mm-hmm. it's like the mo- the most with least yeah. exercise yeah. is yeah. what it was trying to be. Three chords, baby. Well, yeah. you do throw an F in there too. Yeah, there's an F in there. I'll I'll throw a few Fs, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But no, it was it was definitely one of the, I was I sat down and played it last night and I was like, God damn it! How do you? Damn it! It's yeah, just hanging turns, on the C the so entire freaking verse, and, and that's brilliant. And then like it's just and it it's the vocal his delivery melodies are great, and his melody yeah. is so great, and that chorus is so mm-hmm. good, and the 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 rhythmic the way he treats. Like if you look at the lyrics on the page, yeah, you would never sing much. it that way. A million no. years, you no, would, no, no, I would no. never sing it that way. But right. you know, it's not see much. It through to the end. like that's so right. brilliant. That's mm-hmm. so clever, dude. And right, Mike's really good at like subtle moves, like yeah. subtle subtle moves. Mm-hmm. But this song was the not was it the last song? It was the last song. It was the very last song. And that's a, they say it on a lot of albums. It was the last song. And uh, when we recorded it, this is going to, this might f*** with you. It f***s with me. There was no guitar part at all. Really? None. Just that boom, 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 boom. Just the, just that, the yeah. chugging bass. So the poor guy had to sing to just a chugging, <laughs> annoying bass. Which is basic, which by the way, to call ourselves out, which, but what's funny is that the album is self-referential. I don't know if you mm-hmm. noticed that. There's a part in Vivian where he says, was it all just make believe? Make believe was the very first song that Wild Wild Wets ever had, and it was actually a song that was from Mikey's previous band that we had, and we released it later. But yeah. beautiful, but like there's, it's like self-referential in this way. So it's like very tiny. Like no, no one's gonna know on this, you know. But that's why, like, I'm and so they do excited. Now. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about this kind of stuff because it's like one of those things where it's like only a certain type of person really cares, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, even like, you know, if it was a Harry Styles, like my girlfriend's like frothing over him and it's like, <laughs> even she wouldn't listen to the hour-long thing about the thing, but there's like person that will, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's mm-hmm. like, and where are those people? I don't <laughs> <Yeah>. know. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, this is us. Absolutely, we, man. Because with like the details, it's. Like I also love. I also love this that you kept the eight-minute version yeah. on the album. It's eight so, minutes. You could have. You could have kept the single edit. So, on the album, so it's so crazy. easily. But so like, was, I, but I love it. Thank God you didn't. There was, there was never supposed to be an eight-minute version. P.S. I mean, I mean, as you can probably figure out. So what happened was we had to record. The song because Mikey really wanted on the album and so did I. I was like, quite frankly, I was like, this is like 14th floor. It's like the song 14th floor, but better. This <laughs> is, and, and, but it, it annoys me because it's basically the same chords. <laughs> but that's an exercise in itself too. It yeah. is because mm-hmm. you can do that in different keys, but it's in the same key with no sharps and no flats. It's just C major, and we're playing the most basic thing. But it's like, tell me a story. Yep. And and we did that, and we told a story, and it was supposed to end. We didn't know how to end the song, and live, we did, I literally had no guitar parts, none, none. Every other song had everything written, and this one was like, oh, I'll come up with it, whatever, dude. Like, there's only three of us anyway. Like, I'll do it in overdubs, and it was a lot of pressure. And uh, but we we just jammed it, and then when me and the drummer just played it, 
I was like, all right, at the end, we don't know how to end it, so we'll just keep playing for a little bit, and then we'll just do a studio edit, 70s style, perfect. Sure. Fade we out. played so f***ing long, as you can hear. <laughs> yeah. And then he finally does that, like, like yeah. kick thing, where it's like, okay, I'm done now. Yeah, like, thumper. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, uh, and we just edited, and then... We're like, well, we'll still do an edit, right? Well, we're like, cut. Well, even if we like the end, we'll cut out of the middle. And I, I was honestly in the camp of like, cut something from six to eight, keep eight, but like, cut something. And mm-hmm. Mikey just wouldn't go for it. And really? I was like, I, yeah, I, I figured to that cut. was, I figured that was a Tejan decision. No, I that was that Mike was a... decision. I know, I know. I'm, I'm, bec- I was like, started out as John, and I'm becoming Paul, and it's killing me. It's <laughs> freaking killing me. Jay. We all end up as Paul in the end. Right? Thank you. <laughs> or you die. <laughs> right. Or you die. <laughs> Greg is stoic as hell down there in the screen, but he knows. He's George. He's, He's George. turning George. And you'll die soon. <laughs> Seven days. Uh, it, yeah, seriously. It's like, ah. Oh. <laughs> like when we were in bands, like, I was always like, no, nah, I'm the John. He's the Paul. And it's like, at some point, you got to be the Paul because, like, you got to be the Paul. It won't get done. <laughs> and, and, like, if no one's the Paul, guess what? Nothing gets done and it won't be finished ever. You know what, Tejan? We should have had you on for our get back um, retrospective. Oh, did yeah, you watch the that. whole thing? Of course you did. Hold on. Wait. No, wait. This is, I forgot that there's no visual on this. This is the IMAX posters. Oh, uh, beautiful. Wow. I went, did you go see it? I went and saw the one time IMAX. My girlfriend, we loved it. Oh, yes. We were such nerds about it. it. I saw the soft. Dude, I couldn't stop thinking about you while I was watching that movie. I love that because thing. Just Thank you. Likewise. How you and Likewise. I like just ingested the anthology. Oh. You know, like the, those VHS tapes. We re-watched tapes it again. Yeah. Me, and the, me and the lady. Uh, <laughs> which, by the way, Love and Lost and Found, I wrote right before I met Amanda, my, my, mm. my partner. And uh, I just wanted, I meant to put that in. And it, it was a manifesting of like being a dark-sided person trying to find the light and like... Man, yeah. writing writing that song really did it. Like I found my like really healthy, happy, awesome, amazing person who's oh, well, congrats, man. in That's the other insane. room and it's yeah. You can find love. So let's well, yeah, put it out there, manifest. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. I, I mean before we uh, get on to the last song here and yeah. get closing thoughts and everything, I just wanted to say like it's uh, I was thinking about it today, like it's not it's not pride that I feel because that sounds condescending. But it's like, yeah. I'm just really happy for you that you seem to be making the music that you've always wanted to make. And that oh, you wow. seem to be like really putting forth a good foot into the world. And like, it, like it's really great to see, man. Thanks, little John. pride, little inspiration. Yeah. Thanks, man. Like, uh, definitely with a huge debt of gratitude to everyone that's ever been so sweet like you. Uh, especially people, you know, like you. And especially you, man. Like, you, you're amazing. And, you know, is it what I want? Always no. Is it, you know, and that's putting on an album that's making a baby, that's making a pizza, that's anything. It's like, is it, you know, if you're a perfectionist, is it exactly what you want? No. Sure. But, but it never like, will, but it can't be. Yeah, no, go ahead, sorry, it can't sorry. be, right. Where it's like the cut and say so, I'm like, oh, it wasn't what I wanted. And then like Love and Lost Found, I was like, what? How is it that good? And like the mm-hmm. seer, I'm like, that guitar solo comes in like, like yeah. I had to, I wrote that guitar at my k- kitchen table. I had no, there was no guitar in that. Like, try and listen to that song, by the way. I would send you that. There's like not a song. It's a song, but it's like not much there. And the guitar doesn't barely do anything, but no. it does enough to like keep it together. 
and then that solo happens like i was like shredding all kinds of there and then I'm i sure, realized yeah. that the best thing to play was four notes was nothing yeah, yeah. it was just four <laughs> notes like four harmony notes four mm-hmm. harmony notes with all the feeling in the world to push that amazing bass line through yeah you that solo is gorgeous you know, and it's, it's just four it's four notes you know it's like it's just yeah it's, it's hard things to learn man yeah harmonies yeah. harmonies yeah mm-hmm. yeah beautiful all right last, all right last song last but not least well maybe least <laughs> <laughs> last di- last ditch here we go So lyrics take a decidedly darker turn. Yeah. Can you shed any light? Yeah. What's what's the story? I'm, I mean, I'm, get, I'm getting some hints from what we've been talking about. There's so much. Yeah. There's what's what's crazy about this. There's a few different angles that are crazy. Is that one? This is the oldest song on the album, and wow. by like, I'm not talking by like yards. I'm talking by a mile. Like this was a a joke song that we had. Like a five years ago or something like that six okay. years ago but it was called teeny tiny <laughs> and it was pretty ridiculous but like for some reason i just like thought it belonged on this album or this group of songs even though there's nine songs in the album we were with that session was a 12 song session mm-hmm. uh as you know we've all been there yeah and there's there's three really dark songs that are really cool but they just didn't fit i would like go in the hot pool at the gym at like two in the morning and like think about song sequence and like float and like go underwater and be like no it doesn't make sense and like i timed everything one night and i was like what it's, there's no way it's like way too long like the album's already long uh, you know because we let every track run long like I, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure i wanted to do all that but like mikey really wanted to and i'm kind of glad we did it's weird but it, it, it's not weird it's just it's self-indulgent the whole thing's self-indulgent but any well, art somebody else's shit. money. Any art? <laughs> no. He's paying you to be self-indulgent. Good call. No, I would. I was. Is thinking there any about other that. art though? Is there any other art though? You know, at the end of the Ooh. day, it's like you know, if you're gonna make art, yeah, it's if it's it, it's it's worse to not be self-indulgent, right? Like if you it, self-indulgent means that you're like doing you're into what you're doing. you want to do. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, right. I would like. I I, I thought about that a couple times. Indulging like, that creative fancy. Right. Be like, there's no way have, these songs have to be this long right right did they have to run that little melody again 
Right. So but you have to do four verses. Absolutely not. But like, for, it just. But it, it worked to me, and I don't know. For me, it's it's kind of like we're trying to keep it real. I, I don't know. I don't we're know. It, 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 it seemed it seemed natural. Jay, we were trying to keep it real. Like back to voice memos when you and I would make a song, you know, Greg, Nick, when you would make a song, it's like mm-hmm. eighteen minutes. Like not a song, but like when you like yeah. jam on something, like it's not three minutes, it's not two minutes. It's like you guys get into it and you it like take some whittling to get you, down to three yeah, minutes. Well, yeah. just mm-hmm. and just that first jam, you're all just like, to find the feel. You're yeah. digging in. You're finding the feel. You're doing yeah. these different things. You're living in it. You're living in the the house that you build for that song mm-hmm. or that mm-hmm. set and um this song was the hardest freaking song to do it's so really? i have I have a few stories about this and i'll try and keep it brief because i know we've already been here for six and a half hours <laughs> but um the one this is crazy we recorded the bass and drums and everything sounded like shit. and i was like what is going on the drums were out of tune with the bass they kept blaming <laughs> me they're like Tisha, you didn't tune your bass so usually drum tuning is like a subtle thing. Well, no, oh, it's yeah. made me realize. But when you have that much floor tom, with that much resonance, yeah, yeah. that that thing was that like pitch a half, matters. Yeah. So that he's on like E flat, and the song's in E major, mm. and that that tuning worked for ninety percent. You know, almost the whole sure. twelve songs. And then we get to this song, and we're like, "What is who died back there?" <laughs> so we had to retune the drums. We had to recut it. We had already gotten a oh. masterful performance take, but it sounded yeah. wonky. On you, couldn't, you couldn't just feed the floor tom through the auto tune. <laughs> <laughs> that would sound right? cool. a, little, a little pitch correction. No, apparently not. Believe you me, I was in that camp. Yeah. Because <laughs> I thought I played the bass like a son of a gun. This is another one with the flat wounds. I think there's only I think the sear. This and the cut are the only ones, the P bass. Everything else is the Hoffner with, uh, with mm-hmm. the flat ones. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. round ones. And um, it was just really tough to do. And Mikey's vocals were really off pitch. And it was tough. And then uh, same with the Seer. And also that harmony was something that I heard I heard a female voice on. I had this vocal Yeah, point. who is that? That's Shelby Bennett. She's phenomenal. And she just played our record release show. And she's on the Seer holding... Yeah. Carnival and Last Ditch, and yeah. she sings that melody on Last Ditch, and uh, she's a lifesaver because she did all that in one afternoon, and she's wow. such a pro, and she's such a homie, and she didn't. She did all anything. those songs in one afternoon. In one afternoon, wow! That's great. She came in, and I had, I said, "This is the harmony I've been singing in the seer in my head, and I don't like my voice on it." That that you know, he sings a C to E, and I heard a oh. G to G to, you know that 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 third. And mm-hmm. she just nails it. And then she does holding. I was like, hey, just check this song out and see whatever you do. Nails it. And then Mikey, Mikey's text. Mikey's not even there. It's just me, her, and the producer. And he's like at work. He's like, uh, tell her to sing on Carnival. And she does that. Gotta turn around again. And I do that mm-hmm. live now every time. Amazing. And then she does. And then we're like, we needed her to do this whole melody on the song. And she did a great job. And I'm actually really glad the song's on the record, even though it was so painstaking. And it's like... Again, back and forth of the song, but I'm like I think it's like the credits. It's like the seer yeah. ends, yeah. and it's like the end of the movie, and then this is like the yep. credits. But I it's like, like but it's like the it's the yep. pro- lights got turned on. People are starting to get their things together. They're this is playing out, you out. But it, yeah, it's like, playing you, out. But it's like, and then when it ends, always guilty starts again, and it's that yep. like it makes sense. 
And I'm just so glad. So here's what's the 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 real dirt is that Mikey wrote he changed the lyrics from teeny tiny to last ditch. And we went on this tour. We we recorded this in June of 2019, the three of us. And then we went on a tour with two other people with this band, the number 44, and we did like a uh like a 10 city tour. And uh it was right before COVID, and I'm pretty sure I got COVID on the tour. Mm. The singer of the other band coughed one night and his spit went into my eyeball and I was like sick, <laughs> sick as F 24 hours later God. and we went up to Seattle and back and like dude our shows in Portland and Seattle were phenomenal everything was so amazing and then we're coming back down to Oakland and this drummer just like he he just lost it dude and he like uh, it was like the shining dude it was like really scary and like there's tendencies of this for a while mm-hmm. but um, you know We've run long, so I'll, I'll cut it short. But long story short, is like, no, no, go ahead. We got left in the middle of nowhere. And oh. what's crazy is that Mikey had written these lyrics six months before the tour about being left in a ditch to die. <laughs> and this guy left us in different, individually left different people, different places. And oh my took God, off the in the bed. middle of the tour? Not in the middle, but like, there were Close two. Enough. Three shows left to go. Two shows and a homecoming show, and he just left everyone. Everyone had to fly home separately, (laughs) like blacked out in the middle of the night from Oakland, like like crazy, crazy. But it's just really cosmic that it's called Last Ditch, like a last ditch effort. Which we didn't Mm. have a name, by the way. And so we were trying to figure out the name because he had written the lyrics and we'd recorded it. And it was still like the working title is still Teeny Tiny. We're like, (laughs) doesn't make sense. but his last ditch, and it's like, you know, you left me in this ditch to die. And I just think it's like so like weirdly prophetic. And yeah. I think, and I was like thinking about this the other day. And I think that like the best songs or like all of that, the best art is like you're predicting the future, right? Because like by the time you do it, it's not going to be like released and enjoyed till later. And like, yeah. so the whole point is right. Like to like, anticipate where people pre- are. Right. So I think we... Like Mikey wrote those lyrics and then it freaking happened. I wrote Love and Lost and Found and I found like the love of my life, you know? Like it's just weird how that works, you know? Like yeah. always always guilty is looking back. Holding's looking back. The cut's looking back. Mm-hmm. And then like somewhere carnival, you're in the now. And then I've never thought about this way, but then from there on forward, you're like like, oh Vivian's kinda of looking back. But you're kinda of looking forward though. Like the rest of those, it's it's kinda of weird. Mm-hmm. But I think it's that's awesome, like something dude. about art is that it's like uh well you yeah but you're exploring that place that you're that you are, I mean it it also kind of makes sense right? right you write a song about like looking for love and the lost and found and and then that that I can think in some ways that can open you up to it so right it's already that's on right. your mind it's yeah. really on your mind yeah. you've like put yep. it out there and you've and you've run it through that creative that creativity artistic filter right which kind of it's a place of vulnerability so it's yeah it really right. opens you up. Speaking Man. of opening up, thank you guys so much for letting me. Uh, I feel like I owe you ninety dollars an uh, an hour for the therapy. Well, no, that's okay. the uh, the, the uh, it's a beautiful receipts. therapy session. It's it's in the mail. Don't worry. No, man. It's 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 first of all, it's great to catch up with you because it's been a minute since you and I have talked personally. Yeah. Um, and it's great to see that you're in a good place and we need that to you're do making that. great music. We do, we do. And I need to get back out to the West Coast. Absolutely. Not only to see Greg, but to see, you go. see you as well. There you go. I do. I Let's do. see one of these things live. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Nick, Nick and you need to fly out here. 
Oh, uh, West, uh, you should West try Coast that thing. West Coast trip. I've been trying to get them to do that for 147 weeks. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey, Tejon, uh, there's no chance you're going to be at NAM, is there? That's this weekend. No, I had I do, I had a pass, but I got to I got to run my bar, man. I'm running a bar right. and I'm having fun. Yeah, uh, you do that. It, it's, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's fun. Man. Cool. All right. What are the future plans for the Wild Wild Wets? Wild Wild Wets. Uh, we got a little tour in August with a um, Mexico City band and this is what's really cool. It's the first tour we've ever done with like a legit booking agent. Uh, like, nice. uh, oh, cool. Uh, we've done booking agents. This is an agency, Armory Agency. Um, J- uh, Justin Matson from the Matson 2. Those guys did an album with Tori Moir and some other people. Great guy. He booked us for this leg of this tour. We could have done more, but we all have got, you know, families and schedules and Lives. stuff. Yeah, we're going to dip our toes in, but it's going to be a cool little run from just here, LA, SF, um, Sacramento, and back down. But it's a weekend tour, so it'll be really fun. And this nice. band, La, La Petite Amore, or. They're great. They're great. I, wa- I watched her KXP and they just like killed it. So nice. should be really fun. Should be really fun. And then, you know, we'll see. Can't wait yeah. to get in the studio with the with the current lineup that we yeah, have. Man. Like another uh, three year incubation period. Yeah, in the way, as in much the as I love playing bass, like I love not playing bass <laughs> yeah. too. <laughs> like the ding, fix ding, ding. and all that stuff. Like I just play guitar and it's great. So yeah. hopefully Sweet. Right, cool. we'll do more of that. Oh. All right, great well, boys. Man. Good hey, job, man. Guys, awesome thank work. you so much for. Hey, thank you, thank you for. I feel for like putting a the weight time is off of my it. chest. <sighs> Good, got it. You know, it's just that's what we're just, here for. It's like we gave birth to this thing on Friday, and then this is like the you know like the kid photos. I'm like, I'm like yes. Yeah, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> well, speaking of which, uh, it, for anyone who's looking to to find the album. Do you have like a, a stock what's your preferred piece? way that they consume this music? Uh, I mean, Bandcamp's phenomenal because it's like you can, you, you guys know that. Uh, Bandcamp, it's artist direct and you can buy the mm-hmm. vinyl and we can send it right to your house. Um, but honestly, listen to it on Spotify, man. I don't care. I don't judge. Like, I listen to 99% of my music on Spotify. Check mm-hmm. it out on Spotify, check it out on Apple, whatever your thing is oh you it. should also we should also mention the fuzz coffee roasters thing man. oh yeah that's freaking brilliant that's how i got it y- he sent me a link for i guess a, a local san diego coffee roasters slash vinyl distribution factory right. what is their deal <laughs> it doesn't get much weirder than that <laughs> but you said it i was like hell yeah i like coffee and tejan's music hell yeah <laughs> so i got a package i got a package in the mail last week that was the a limited edition vinyl and some uh, special Wild Wild Wet's coffee, which has Heck been fantastic yeah. this week. It's a light roast, right? Smooth. It is very light, very sweet, mm-hmm. very Beautiful. smooth. Hell yeah, guys! Dude. Thank you so much. Yeah, you got thank it, you, man. Lots of love. Yeah, As we yeah. say, love always. Love, love always. always. Comma. There it is. Well, until next week, peace and love always. Yeah. Right now, we'll see you.